Welcome to A Vibe Called Wellness, where therapy, wellness, and vibes collide. We are your hosts, Siobhan and Ricky. We will talk about all things that impact our everyday living. While we are therapists, this is not your average therapy session. It's going to be raw, real, and relatable. So sit back, relax, grab your tea, coffee, or wine, and come catch these vibes. back to another episode of a vibe called wellness i am so excited to be back with you all we have another amazing topic but before we get into it ricky how are you i am good today i am sipping on my coffee and i've had a great morning so far as far as just getting up and doing my morning routine so i am good how about yourself i have been kind of sliding into the morning (laughs) i have kind of slid into the morning i'm not even gonna lie to y'all the morning routine has not been routine in today um so i'm sipping my coffee and i'm just trying to gather myself um as we kind of just get into this because it's just not coming together but i'm okay with that i'm absolutely okay with that so absolutely you know we're gonna flow into the day Yeah, flowing into it. So let's get into this topic, girl, imposter syndrome. That is what we are talking about today. And I want everybody to grab their notebooks, to come and sit at the front of the class, because this is a topic that comes up in therapy sessions all the time. I see it floating on social media. And I was like, yo, we have to get into this because everybody is talking about it, but we don't really necessarily couple it with skills and how to navigate through it. Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of times we know, like we hear words, right? Like, especially you mentioned social media and we hear words and we're like, oh, imposter syndrome. And it's like, no, let's like get into like the meat of like what that really means. What are the root issues behind imposter syndrome? And then coming up with some tools and techniques to, to battle or to conquer that thought, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know for sure it's something that a lot of people deal with. You know, when we think of imposter syndrome, a lot of times people um, couple it with like entrepreneurship, but you can feel imposter syndrome in all areas of your life. Um, In fact, you know, there's research that shows that like 82% of people face imposter syndrome. They're struggling with some sense of fraud. And that's really what imposter syndrome is. You feeling like I'm a fraud. People are going to find out that I don't know as much as I know. I'm not supposed to be here. And that's an over overwhelming feeling for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned like it can happen in a lot of different spaces. We do think of entrepreneurship, but it can happen in, like in school settings, mm-hmm. in corporate America, for sure. Yes. And yes. Corporate America, you know, school settings, um, it can happen with certain minorities. So it's just something to be mindful of when we talk about um, imposter syndrome and in certain people, we may have heightened imposter syndrome, right? <laughs> Yeah, and it, it really just leads to it can lead to increased anxiety and depression, less risk taking in our careers. So really staying in that box and not getting outside of our comfort zone and burnout, career burnout, because we yes. stuck doing the same stuff over and over. So we it leads to burnout. Absolutely. And I think that it's, it really shows up when you think of corporate America, especially as a black woman, you know, sometimes I know for, for me, for sure, I have found myself in rooms and in spaces where I was the only black person in there, you know, the only young, young black person who was in there. And 
I had to really remind myself like, no, sis, you are supposed to be here because people start like talking and, you know, they're trying to over talk you. They're older than you. They've been in the field longer. And it's almost like internally, it's like a fight for your life. Like I really want to show up and show out that I'm here and that I know what I'm doing. And so I know I've had those internal struggles of reminding myself like, no, no matter what it looks like, no matter what anybody is saying, you deserve to be here. If you have a seat at the table, you deserve to be at that table. And that's something I know I've battled with. How about you? Absolutely. You know, you, it really struck a nerve in me um, when you said not what's come up a lot for me um, in corporate spaces and even navigating private practice and being a therapist is the mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. A, a huge thing mm-hmm. like oh how old are you and people say little microaggressive things but they don't realize it yes how old are you you don't look old enough to be here and it's like no I happen to go to school mm-hmm. and go to graduate school and get these certifications and get my license and do certain things to be in this room where I'm at regardless of um, how old I am and mm-hmm. so you have to remind yourself like you said like I'm worthy of being here Absolutely. I know, I know my, the value of my perspective. That's one of my affirmations. Like I know the value of my perspective. I know what I have to contribute to this space. Absolutely. And you have to remind yourself of that over and over again, especially in those, um, in those spaces of, in, in practice, you know, I've had clients come in when I do a consultation and they're like, you know, I was looking for someone older, you're a little bit younger, and it's almost like you have to fight to convince people. But what I tried to settle with myself is that you don't have to convince anybody that you are worthy, that you know enough, like, let the material speak for itself. And I think that that kind of feeds into the imposter syndrome of feeling like I'm always having to prove. I have to prove that I'm, you know, I know this information because I'm young. I have to prove, you know, that I have the knowledge and that proving can be stressful and it brings on so much anxiety because you feel like I have to show you that I'm worthy. Um, And that can be overwhelming. You know, imposter syndrome is, it's really a spectrum and it really shows that, you know, on one hand, it can push you to learn new skills and to really, like we said, push you to show up as your best self, you know, make sure they know that you know what you know. But on the other hand, too much of imposter thinking, um, it impacts a person's mental health and overall functioning. And so then you're, you're stressed out. You're always, if I'm always on the defense of proving, I can't fully show up as my full self. And that's a problem. (laughs) It's a distraction, right? It's a negative thought. It's a distraction. And like you said earlier, it's important to know, um, not feeling like you measure up and it's it's, an, it's a competitive environment right mm-hmm. so in your career whether you might be in corporate america you know in sports even sometimes we compare ourselves to our peers and other mm-hmm. people we have to remind ourselves that it's natural to want to measure up and be your best self but we don't want to be on the other end of that spectrum where we are like in this chaos or this this inner turmoil about who we are absolutely that inner turmoil is it's something else that is <laughs> because you can't really be present if I'm constantly in my head and I'm having this struggle of am I good enough am I good enough how do I show up in the boardroom how do I show up on my a game you know how do I make those important decisions in the moment if I'm constantly in my head trying to decide am I good enough should I be here and honestly you got to silence those thoughts with I'm here okay at the end of the day I am here 
if I'm in the room, I'm supposed to be here. If I'm at the table, I'm supposed to be here. And constantly reminding yourself that. That was something that helped me. Um, but I definitely want us to get into some other ways to conquer um, imposter syndrome and help people to really navigate through this because I know a lot of people can relate and a oh, lot yeah. of people struggle with it, but people don't always know what to do with it. Absolutely. And I want us to know, right? It's not always us that needs to change. Mm -hmm. We are acknowledging that there, you know, there are spaces, uh, organizations, agencies, yes. um, systematic things that need to change as well. But what kind of things can I do as a person to show up as my best self? But we are acknowledging that there are a lot of changes that need to happen in settings and in the culture. Absolutely. And when you say culture, I think that, you know, just specifically social media, we that that thought of comparison aids the further thought and those you know cognitive distortions that really make us feel like we're not good enough and really change our mindset of feeling like an imposter when we compare ourselves like scrolling scrolling it's like oh i need to do more oh you know she's showing up in this space more than i'm showing up oh yeah. her business is booming mine's just starting and okay. we start to feel like okay well maybe i'm not supposed to be here maybe i'm not supposed to you know um be in this space mm -hmm. and i think that some of those feelings are natural you're naturally going to have those but it's also good to remind yourself that, that baby this is your race like your race is not her race. You don't know. I always remind myself that you don't know what storms God put her through or have her going through to get to where she's at. Right. And so comparing yourself along this journey um, can be so impactful on your mental health. And that leads you to feel like an imposter. When I'm comparing myself to someone else's journey, first of all, that's fraudulent because you can't, you're not on her journey. <laughs> You are your own, you are yourself. Like you are a unique person. We are all individuals. We are all here for different purposes and reasons. It's not a comparison. You know, and you, and honestly, if we reached out to help more, to collaborate more, to just talk about things, we wouldn't feel so much as an imposter. I know there's things that I see, you know, Ricky doing, and I'm like, well, Ricky, you know, how do you, how do you do that? And vice versa. Like, how do you yeah. how do you do that? So it's, it's, instead of staying in my head, like, dang, she really killing it over there. Ask, like, okay. <laughs> how are how are you doing that? You know, can you tell me that? Can you teach me that? That could also help to build your skills, like we said earlier, but also minimize that feeling is I'm not supposed to be here either. Yes, and realizing that it's a negative thought. Like, mm -hmm. this is a negative thought. This is a thought that I need to reframe. So that I'm not in this negative headspace and asking yourself to conquer that or to, to challenge that negative thought ask yourself the facts right like what facts support that I do deserve to be in this role listen you know? <laughs> fact checking is one of my favorite uh strategies that I tell my clients because when you ground yourself in the facts you can't do anything but one answer it realistically in the moment yeah. So you have to ground yourself in what's happening right now. Is it factual? Is this reality or am I making this up? Right? <laughs> like, I, I'm like, oh, you got to ask yourself, am I tripping? Like, am I tripping right now? Like, is this really happening right now? Or am I in my head? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes it's you in your head. And it's acknowledging that thought and then moving forward from it. Absolutely. So that, yeah, that's powerful. 
The other one we want to talk about is sharing your feelings. Imposter syndrome can lead to feelings of loneliness. You feel so isolated. You're like on this island by yourself. So sharing it gives people the opportunity to hold space for you, but they also can share sharing what you see. Um, they can vent. They can be a supportive person. They can collaborate. There's so many avenues that venting to your peers can help with. And I think that we don't, um, we don't do that enough. You know, the, the venting to your peers can lead to lead to you understanding that, wait, I'm not by myself, right? Like she's dealing with the same kind of things that I'm dealing with. You know, can we navigate this together? Can we figure out how to get through this together? Um, but finding those supports builds community. And that's Absolutely. really what it's, what it's all about, especially for entrepreneurs, like building that community so you don't feel like I'm on this island by myself. Like I have other people who are sharing in this experience. And when we have shared experiences, sometimes it makes us feel it's okay. Maybe I'm not a fraud. Maybe I just don't know that skill yet. And I think okay. that that's really what it is. It's not that I'm a fraud. I just haven't learned that. I haven't mastered that. And that's okay too. Absolutely that we, you mentioned, you know, peer support, we mm -hmm. talk about um, groups, right? Empowering mm -hmm. spaces, communities. Um, Meetup is a great place to mm -hmm. find different groups around skills, hobbies, anything that you may be interested yep. in. But you can find like-minded people that are on that same journey and in that same space as you. Um, I met some great people through Meetup groups and even on social media around yeah. um, just wellness and support and entrepreneurship and being a black woman out here in these streets like it's just so so much support out there and you have to be willing to open up and reach out and communicate what you need absolutely absolutely yes yes Every celebrating your successes too I'm just you want to just look at what you're doing every day. A lot of times we're working so hard and we're doing all these things to promote and to grow and to be our best selves, but we, we never look at, okay, mm. like, let me write those things down. Let me look at all the stuff I did. I told my clients last year, write down all the, your accomplishments for the year. Yes, yes. Look at all your wins. Getting mm -hmm. up, getting started, getting out of bed, being productive. Like these things are wins. These things are things that you do to get where you want to be. Celebrate yourself. Clap for yourself. Yes. Like you, you combat imposter syndrome and those that negative, that negative loop that you have, that feedback loop you have in your head. You combat that with celebrating yourself. And it doesn't have to be that you a bit like so you accomplish something that's huge. It can be a small win. A win yes. is a win. Like, a win is a win. <laughs> whatever it is, if you struggle to get out of bed and you're finally realizing like, oh, I got out of, I've been getting up out of bed. It's a win. Write it down. You know, you, you came up with a new plan for your business. That's a win. Write it down. And I think the more that you collect these wins, you start to see like, oh, you know what? I do know more than I thought I knew. I'm doing more than I thought I was doing. A lot of times we're just going through life, we're like rushing through it, that we don't pause and really take a look back at like, man, I've accomplished a lot. I've overcome a lot and we don't give ourselves enough credit. And that right there fuels, um, fuels those imposter syndrome, excuse me, fuels imposter syndrome and making us feel like we're not doing enough. But on the flip side of that, the other thing is letting go of perfectionism. Yes. Like that is such, that is, that perfectionism has people in a chokehold, okay? <laughs> you stay stagnant. It's never going, it's never going to be perfect enough. 
No. Because Mm-mm. you keep putting things on hold because they're not perfect. It's, it, you can't do that. You have to get out there. You have to put yourself out there and let go mm-hmm. of perfectionism. Learn as you go. Tweak as you go. It's yes. okay to make mistakes. Listen, build it as you climb. Like you have to figure out, I am the queen of, I will build the plane as I'm flying in because sometimes you just got to take off and just go. And everything doesn't have a plan. Some things you just don't have a plan. You just got to jump in there and go. If we hold on to perfectionism, it leaves us stagnant. We can't move forward. We're trying to shape things. And sometimes it's because your expectations are unrealistic. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, you don't have to lower the bar, but just adjust your standards for success. Yes. Right. If you're starting out, you know, you're starting out, you have to learn how to get where you want to go. We have to learn how to set realistic goals and expectations. And sometimes we, we are our worst critics. So we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Yep. And we have to remember to take things step by step. Enjoy the process. Slow progress is still progress. Like life is, life is a journey. This is a marathon. We are not sprinting you know, to the finish line, it is a marathon. It is a journey. We are going to get there. Sometimes it's a relay race. Sometimes you got to tag other people in. Like you got to figure this thing out as you're going, but perfectionism will leave you stagnant and you'll look back like, man, I could have been further. Well, yeah, you got to let that go. You have to let go of wanting to have all the pieces together and just moving with what you have. And that will help you with a long run. Yes. Adjusting along the way. Yes, adjusting that plan. So many people hold on to like, well, this is the plan and I'm supposed to be doing this by this age and at this level and making this much money. And it's like, no, like adjust your plan as Mm -hmm. life goes on. Like adjust the plan, tweak it how you need to tweak it and keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. For sure. We want to cultivate self-compassion. Yes. We want to learn how to speak grace to ourselves speak life into ourselves Mm -hmm. that same love and support that we give our friends and our family speak it into yourself what is that negative talk like what are those things that you're saying to yourself that put you down self-compassion is something that a lot of people struggle with because Mm -hmm. we can give it to other people but we can we struggle with giving it to ourselves and like you said Ricky it's really giving yourself that grace nurturing yourself when you fall down understanding Mm -hmm. that you know sometimes I'm not gonna have it all together I'm human right I'm not a superwoman I'm not a robot I'm human and as a human um living a human experience I'm going to mess up sometimes and self-compassion says I'm able to not be judgmental of myself I'm not going to, um, you know, judge myself for things that I maybe didn't have control over, or if I did, I can acknowledge that I messed up and try again. And when we don't, when we don't show ourselves self-compassion, we, that being overly judgmental, that negative self-talk is what weighs us down even more. And it makes it harder for us to get out of that, um, you know, out of that kind of that chokehold of feeling like, I can't, you know, I can't do anything. Well, it goes back to fact checking. Is it that you can't do anything or you just weren't able to do this? And you have to be really real realistic with that. That it's not everything. It's just this. Yeah. And acknowledge it and move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Giving yourself self-compassion, giving yourself grace, 
Mm-hmm. Um, just being realistic with yourself. Yes. Like, like you said, like you can look at a situation and just be like, yeah, this was wrong. Like I might have <laughs> just didn't come up with the best plan for this. But it's, it's okay. It is okay. Like <laughs> rebound and try again, but you got this. But we just see that little, we need a, it was a minor yes. little adjustment that we need to tweak. And keep it moving. Keep, keep it moving. moving. Nurture your feelings. Nurture those parts of you that you feel like just aren't lovable. Nurture that. It's okay, girl. You and your feelings, cool. Be in your feelings today, but tomorrow you're gonna get back out there. And yes. it's okay. Just remembering that you are human and that you will make mistakes. Thinking that you're yes. not gonna make mistakes is set yourself up for failure. Look, <laughs> share your failures. That's that's the next tip, right? <laughs> share your failures. Talk to your peers, talk to people that are in that same space with you, people that mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm that you know what you're going through and just like this like let me tell you let me tell you about this L that I took today um Mm -hmm. and get that support that you need acknowledge what happened and just share your failures like it's it's, it's a reminder like we we spoke on earlier that every we are all going through a journey Mm -hmm. we are all going through life and things aren't going to always happen as you plan them we are going to make mistakes along the way but mistakes are how you grow and how you do better yeah absolutely Absolutely. And it's important to acknowledge that failures are going to happen. They're going to happen. And the more that you share it, I know we share different, you know, failures professionally and personally. And it it helps to grow because it's like, okay, well, I'm not the only one experiencing this. But when I share, the powerful thing about sharing failures is that when I share them, it's like, okay, I don't have to come up with solutions by myself. Like we can collectively say okay well let's figure let's figure this thing out or if I figure out something before you I can share it with you and I think that that's important important part of the journey um, of understanding that you don't have to hide your failures your failures actually help to propel you into your successes and so you have to acknowledge that um which goes into our our next um our next strategy is accept it yeah. you have to accept it and know that we will we will always be faced with new challenges. There's going to be something new every single day. Um, and learning to embrace it and let go of what you um, you can't control is key. So often we are trying to control every aspect of life. Yes. And we have to pause a lot of the times and say, okay, what is in my control and what is out of my control? I even take it a step further and tell people like, make a list. If you're struggling with it, make a list. And on one side, list out everything in that situation that's in your control. And this means that you can tangibly put your hands on and you can affect change around that. And then on the other side, list things that are out of your control. You can't control other people. You can't always control the environment. You can't control sometimes the outcome. And when you really realize that a lot of times our focus is on the things that we can't control. That's why you're stressed out. That's why you're overwhelmed. That's why you're anxious because your energy is being put into things that are out of your control. But if you shift it over to the things that are in your hands that you tangibly can control, like yourself, your behavior, your thoughts, um, how you treat yourself, all of those things, you'll start to see a different outcome and feel a, a little bit different about the situation too. Yes, you mentioned something that's so, so true. And I like to remind clients as well, a lot of the stress, a lot of the anxiety that we're feeling is self-induced. Mm. But we don't Girl, see say it. that. Say that. It's self-induced. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, like 
you are really this is you like you're you, we are this energy that you're putting into this like you we mm-hmm. are making ourselves feel this way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. acknowledge that and let's re-channel our energy let's put our energy into ways to progress and to grow and to learn from this experience but you got to keep moving we can't absolutely. stay stuck on the things that went wrong in the process absolutely that that part of you can't stay stuck mm-hmm. I tell people all the time feel it acknowledge it but you can't stay stuck in it when no. you stay stuck in it you're going to stress yourself out and you dig a deeper and deeper hole. And the further down you get, the harder it is for you to pull yourself back out. So acknowledge it. Once you acknowledge it, feel it. Whatever emotion it is, feel all the feelings, but don't get stuck in it. And like Ricky said, know that you have to keep moving. You have to keep moving because as you keep moving, you build up momentum. And the more momentum that you build up, the further that you can go. But when you stay stuck, that's why they always tell you, you know, you, you can't hit a moving target because if I'm moving, baby, I'm, I'm going, I'm okay. going and you're going to have to make some shifts and figure some things out. But if I stay there, if I stay stuck, I stay stagnant, you're going to take me out every time. Absolutely. And life is going to take you out every time. Every time. Every, every time every something happens. Time. Every time something shifts, every time something doesn't go your way, you are going to suffer. Mm-hmm. If you don't change your thought process and have that ability to shift your, your perspective on what's going on in the moment. Absolutely. Pivot. You're going to have to sometimes pivot in life. During this pandemic, so many businesses had to pivot. Yes. Pivot and shift and figure things out. Think outside the box. Sometimes we are our worst enemy because we only have a one set mind. Mm-hmm. And we think that this is the way that I've always done it. So I have to continue to do it this way. No, do something different. Yeah. Figure out something else. And as you, as you condition yourself to think differently, your actions and behavior start to change. Um, Cause honestly, y'all, the key is mindset. Mm-hmm. It starts as a mind, as a mindset. If I can change my mindset and my thoughts, I can change my actions and my behaviors. But it starts with changing those thoughts and be very intentional with it. So, um, yeah, you got to be intentional. <laughs> yes. yes, I am loving all of these tips, all these techniques of conquering imposter syndrome. I really, I, I feel like we were set the people up for success. Yes. Um, tune in, listen and share, take notes, whatever you need to do. But just know that you're not alone. Right, right. You are not by yourself. There are other people who are struggling with imposter syndrome. They struggle with showing up, but we want to really encourage you, even when you feel it, show up anyway. Yeah. Even when I feel like a failure, even when I feel like I don't have it all together, show up anyway. Because part of the part of winning is just showing up. Oh, absolutely. Like <laughs> just show up. Be if I'm here, that's the first step. Once yeah. I get there, I can figure out the rest. And I think that we want to just encourage you to keep showing up, keep speaking positivity over your life, reminding yourself that if I'm here, I'm supposed to be here. And that, you know, imposter syndrome, like I'm not a fraud. There is nothing fraudulent about who I am. I am showing up as my authentic self every single day. And that is what you have to tell yourself in order to continue to move forward. So I really hope that, you know, these strategies, these tips, this conversation has really empowered you to move forward and not stay stagnant um, and continue on this journey called life because life is going to continue anyway.
So <laughs> it's gonna happen regardless. I tell people, I'm like, look, it's gonna keep going regardless. You gotta know how to go and move with it. Yep. You gotta know how to keep moving. Absolutely, absolutely. So we hope that you have enjoyed this episode as much as we have talked about it. Um, and we cannot wait for you to join us for the next one. Um, our next week, we are gonna be talking about burnout. I'm tired, sis. All things burnout. So make sure that you tune in next week. Also share, um, rate, review the podcast. We love seeing your reviews. So keep them coming. And we cannot wait to vibe with you next week. Yes. Peace out. Bye. This has been another episode of A Vibe Called Wellness where therapy, vibes, and wellness collide. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We can't wait to vibe with you next week.